Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. Today's episode is a fun one. A while back, I had a conversation with Giovanna Burgess White of YG Collaborations, and she talked us through how to micro niche your marketing. I loved, loved, loved talking with her because she made some really great points about not confusing your audience and making sure that people know exactly what you do. So if you have not joined my Facebook group, this was a live conversation inside of there, and there's much more content for you as female small business owners that I would love to share. So make sure that you check the show notes and jump into the group. We are there to support you and help you and want to cheer you on as you grow your business. So let's dive into today's episode. Are you an overwhelmed business owner who struggles to meet your sales goals, but you feel like you're working so hard? Hey, I'm Lindsay, a Jesus-following wife and mom of four. I'm also an award-winning medical device sales rep turned sales and business strategist, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. I'm here to help you develop the skills and strategies you need to sell your services and products with ease so that you can grow your business, serve your community well, and ultimately live the life you dream of. Grab your coffee and a notebook or your tennis shoes and take me on a walk. You're in the right place. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go. So today we're talking about micro-niching and micro-niching as a part of your marketing strategy. So one of the things that I see in sales, especially and on the marketing side, but I, I think once when people start a business, they think they need to be all the things to all the people. And what they end up doing is confusing their customer because they are all the things to all the people and no one can remember what they do because they do so many things for so many different types of customers, right? So let's start with what is micro-niching in your marketing yep. strategy? Um. I love this because we were those we were that company a long time ago when we started we were just kind of like oh we're going to help all all women in all areas. Mm-hmm. Um, micro niching is literally knowing your ideal client like who she is or or he, mm-hmm. who they are, what they do, where they live, um, how much money they make, um, what they what, what they're driving, what they're wearing. Um, there's so many coaches and I love it because there's so many types of clients so it's really knowing who your ideal client is and only speaking to them so like it's it's not that easy you say you're like it sounds easy but it really is knowing who that person is from what they're doing when they're getting up in the morning from when they're doing what they go when they go to bed again where they live how much they make and then only creating marketing that really educates and serves that client so it's like you're talking to her or him like, or them, you are right. talking to them and they go, they see you, they get to know you're the building, the rapport. And you're like, you're solving my problem. So really knowing who that, who your ideal client is. And that's hard. Okay. So what does that look like for you in your business? So for us in our business, our micro niche client is really the modern day suburban woman who she's about to be an empty nester. We call her the pre-empty nester. Maybe she okay. is the empty nester. 
Uh, her husband's maybe five to 10 years out of retirement. Uh, maybe she worked in corporate, but then she she stayed at home or she you know ran a business, but then she really went into being like a full-time parent. And now she's looking for like what most people call midlife crisis. We are just calling it really having their identity reborn and having that second phase of life and saying, okay, it's time for me again. And how do I do this? So mm -hmm. we really help those women who are looking for their new identity after what they thought their life was supposed to be really turns into, oh my God, what have I been doing my whole life? So right. she is, she's amazing. We love her. We've been working with that client for over three years and um, she's fantastic. We love her. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So once we know what mark micro niche, what, what, once we know what micro niching is, mm -hmm. how do we determine what are micro niches? Like, how do we get there? Yeah, it's, it's a process. So it's yeah. definitely a process, especially when you're starting a business. Cause, and if you're a woman listening to this, I think most of your, the community is women. Yes. Um, we tend to want to help everybody. We're like, I just want to yes. help everyone. I'm really, really good at it. Um, I always tell people it goes back to like, what problem are you solving? You can really only be solving one problem. There could be multiple causes to that problem, but you're, you're solving one. Ours is the relationship with self time and money. Like the okay. everyday woman has that, right? She, we're solving those problems. So once we figured out what problem we solve and really figured out who is that woman who needs us, then we can get into the marketing side of it. And when most women start a business, they just start with the marketing and the branding and all the things looking beautiful and they're talking to everyone, but no one's coming. It's like throwing spaghetti at a wall, see what sticks and what's falling. Right. And what we've learned is it really did, you have to take the time and kind of test out the waters on what your ideal client would be. Yes. Now I will tell you, most people know what their, their ideal client isn't. So it's like, take your worst client and what's, and go, okay, what's the opposite of that? That's mm -hmm. who you need to be looking for. Right. But you got to start with what problem are you solving? Cause if you're not, if you're just starting a business to start a business and make money, I'm here to tell you it ain't gonna work. You right. gotta be solving a problem and you gotta be good at it. <laughs> yes. And I, and I think that's, it's, I, I love that you pointed out as women, I think that's something that's a, can be a downfall that we, a trap that we fall into because we really do at the heart of what we do, we want to serve people and we want to help them and we want to make their lives better with the services or products that we offer. Yep. But what we end up doing because we offer all those things is no one comes because nobody knows what we do. Right, so, you're confused. You, when you're confused, you, you lose. You said at the beginning, people don't like, so wait, what do you do? And we right. were there. Right. We were like, actually help all the women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was actually talking with a friend this morning, actually. It's funny that this topic is what we were talking about today is because she's wanting to start something. Um, and she has a very specific audience she wants to talk to, to and, and serve. And I told her, I was like, I'm so glad to hear that you already know that because that's one of the biggest things, Absolutely. biggest mistakes yeah. that people make when they're starting mm -hmm. that journey is they're not niching down enough. And so then what happens, it's, it's the exact opposite of what you think should happen, right? You need to micro niche down so that people know exactly what you do, who you serve, what problem you solve, where you do it, all the details, right? Down to those nitty gritty details. And then once people know you for that, then you can start expanding. But if they know you too, for too many things, no one comes because. Yeah, they're confused. 
they're like, I don't no, know, I don't know if you, are you solving my problem or not? That's in people. I mean, especially now, if they they want to know wherever they're they're following you, it doesn't matter if it's social media, if it's in person. Like they just want to know, like, what's in it for me? What problem are you solving for me? It's the selfish, and that's okay. That's what you want. Like the more you can go and be like, that's that you want to get that from someone. You want someone to, you know watch this or see a post or have a reel and they emotionally connect with you and you're saying again you're speaking to me right how do I and then then the next part was like what's the next step like how do I get a hold of you I've met so many people that microniche and then like I can't even like find a place to get a hold of them so it's like the next steps right so there's it takes time it takes time to figure out who your ideal client is Mm -hmm. I would say most of us go into the into the business thinking we know who it is and it changes two or three times and then you're like oh now the message is clear then you can go and do all the other things later but you really have to start focusing on who do you want to serve and are you doing it for the right reasons because there's a difference between servicing and selling and you can tell online a lot yes what that means yeah yes absolutely okay so you said just a second ago, figuring out what the next steps are. So once we've figured out who we're exactly who we're serving, or we're getting closer to that really, really micro niched um, client, what what are our next steps? Like, how do we find those people? Oh, I love that. Um, so before we even go and find them, you need to make sure you're doing up to date market research. I mean, it's it's changed. Like we, I just talked about this earlier this week. Just mm-hmm. statistics from 2024, which were only week three or end of 2023 through 20, you know, from 2022, 2023 have changed. So you need to do your market research, make sure that those problems that you're solving are still the up-to-date problems. And then you need to go find the ideal client and then you need to go build the relationship. You don't get to just find her and then DM her and then be like, okay, well, why didn't you buy my product or my service? You need to be in, if it's an online business, you have online communities where you're in there, um, I, and I want to say this correctly, that you're in there strategically answering questions, understanding the group, seeing where you can be an expert in, and then you're creating beautiful marketing that's educational and of service. There should be nowhere, I mean, yes, you can sell. And people say, well, am I not supposed to sell? 100%, but there has to be a healthy balance. And I should be able to go, again, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, wherever it is that you live. And I should be able to be gaining knowledge from the content that you're creating versus you just pushing product. And, and that's how I'm building a a relationship with you. It's just, especially with coaches, like that's a huge investment. So it's going to take time. Our, most of our, we even know how long it normally takes for our client to invest in us, which is normally three to six months of building that relationship. And most people don't want to wait. People want that instant. Well, I'm doing all the things, I'm posting, I'm in these communities, but are you actually there with intent? Are you putting it on the calendar? Are you doing market research? And are you solving those those problems that you think are you're solving? Are they up to date with the times? Because things right. are changing, which means you need to be growing and changing. And most coaches want to just be like, well, I already got certified. I already did the thing. So, right. Okay. So let's talk about market research then. How, how do we, I mean, where do we find this information? I mean, I can go to Google, but what's like, how do we figure out what's real and what's not and what's just fluff and what's actually useful in our business? Yeah, I, you have, you, it's fact, fact checking. I mean, that's, you can go down the rabbit hole. Um, I know we have certain tools and resources that we use that, and, and 
um, articles that we read and we, we get certified every normally every year to two years. So within our micro niche, we have, you know, I would say our five places where we go do market research, but then we also do it within our own clients. So our own community, we always forget. I and mean, then that's the number one place is um, your own community. Go back, even if you've had clients for three, four or five years and ask them, you know, if you were looking for this, my product or service now, what would you be searching? What would you be looking? Because those are the things that you want to go and ask. And that's free. My clients do not mind. They, my now clients, my past clients, and my future clients that don't even know they're just in my community, I can do a quick 10, 10 uh, question survey hmm. around, you know, the next three podcast series that we're doing or the next workshops that we're doing. So I prefer, you know, Yvette and I are all about creating content that nurtures and serves versus like, oh, well, we did this last year five times and it worked. Well, well what, what if you don't want that anymore? Right. So use the community. If you don't know where to start, start with the community that you're in, the people that you're networking with and ask those questions there. Yeah. And I, I love that. Like you said, you, you guys do certifications and things. There are always associations and kind of, I don't, I don't know what the word would be, but like parent groups of like, yeah yoga instructors, you have to get certified somewhere to be a yoga instructor. So Great. if, if that is a part of your business plan and your micro niche, go to that group and ask them for market research in your area. Um, you know, join professional organizations that would tie into what you're doing. Even if there's not, you might be in like micro micro niche and there's not exactly an organization that fits exactly what you do. But there are professional organizations out there that you can pull information from. So I really love, I really, really love that. And they have, those professional organizations have to stay on top of the market research themselves so that their profession stays on top of what, what the need is. So that's a really great place to start. I love also serving or surveying and, and questioning your community. If you were searching for me now, what would you be searching for? That's a really, really great. Yeah. And, what and, questions are you at? What questions are you taking in Google? Because I want to know yes. and I want to know why. Yeah. Yes. I love that. I love that. Okay. We know what micro niching is now. We know mm -hmm. how to figure that out. We know what next steps are. When we're creating social media content, I teach three pillars and you don't stray outside of those three pillars. And when you said selling people want to be served, not sold to, education is actually part of your sales process. So for our small business, we do who we are. We show our faces because they need to see and know that I live in their community. I am one of their neighbors. Um, so we show who we are, what we do, and an education piece. That Those are our three pillars, and we don't post anything outside of that on social media. So can you speak to kind of micro niching in the social media world? Do we need to do that? Or is that? Oh, I, yes, 100%. I mean, it, it, again, if you're selling a product or a service, it has to be you, especially, and you have to know where your customer lives. Like, you know, our, our customers, Facebook driven, I mean, Instagram's That's great. Awesome. And it's a beautiful encyclopedia for us. Instagram's an encyclopedia. Like you can go and you can find all the things, but Facebook is where she really lives and, and what she needs from us. So you need to narrow it down again to the problem that you're solving for her. Again, we want to give her everything. She just wants to like one question answered. So the way we've always done it and has worked for our clients is we focus on one topic a month 
and we break it down into many topics and we've gone we've done our podcast we've just anniversaried our fourth year um where we go live every week and it's no ifs ands or buts and it's and it's a mini topic on something that women are needing right now and i suggest that with anybody in any industry even if it's a product like right. you people are like oh i don't want to post that product all month you need to it's the repetition i mean it's 11 touches for clients to finally get back to you so that's like 11 times of them seeing things so are you utilizing all the free tools and resources from social media are you utilizing Instagram? Are you going live? Are you, you know, doing reels? Are you doing your, you know, mini blogs on your website? And then knowing where your client, how she consumes content. Mm -hmm. It's so important. So think of it as if I just meet you next week, you know, last week, and you talked to me about sales and marketing, where are you sending me right. to get educated on that versus like, okay, yeah, some people will be like, hey, let's have a connect call or let's connect one-on-one. -on -one. A lot of people aren't going to do that. People right. want to build the relationship and get to know you. So where are you sending me? And wherever you sent me, do I feel like, oh my God, I'm getting so much knowledge around sales and marketing, or is it just like, oh, she's just selling right. the course. Right. And that's, that's the difference. And then when that, when your ideal client is ready, you have built and nurtured that relationship that she's only going to know you. She, not right. the pretty, beautiful Instagram that has a million followers and the verification button. It's right. going to be the post, the blog, again, wherever she's at, that she feels like, okay, YG, you know, Event and Geo know what they're talking about. I've been following them this long. I've been to a couple of their events. I mean, we show up for her in all ways because we know that we're not going anywhere. So whenever she's ready, we're going to be here. And I think most people give up because they're like, oh, I didn't sell anything. No one's bought anything. No one's clicked the links. No one, well, you're, it's not, it's not them. It's you. Right, right. Right. And I think micro niching is part of that. They need to know exactly what you do, who you serve and what the outcomes are. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about non-social media strategy in this whole micro niche marketing, because I talk about this a lot on my podcast. I don't love social media. I spend, I, it's a time suck for me. I go down rabbit holes that like, I, and then I look up six hours later and I'm like, oh, my whole day is completely gone. Let's talk about micro niching outside in the marketing space outside of social media. Yeah, I mean, it. Social media is. Let me just say it this way: it, most people do hate it. Most of our clients yeah. hate it, but it is free, and it has. Mm -hmm. It goes back to time management and calendar integrity. Like, so I I want to make sure that people understand that like, you can have a great relationship with your social media if you just know how to handle it, but. The other way is the following up piece, which m most people hate more. So I, I love that you brought this up because they're like, I hate social media. I'm like, okay, well then let's just say social media didn't exist because it's happened. I don't remember, it was like two or three years ago, right? We didn't have Facebook. Yeah, it went we didn't down. yeah. so what happens, right? Because we, we already went down that rabbit hole and God forbid we don't have any social. Well, we, our backend is completely like tied up in a bow where we can take it with us and we still have our clients. We have a beautiful email list saying on the back end, you need to have a good, you need to have an email list. You need to have your email campaigns going out, your newsletters. Like there's a whole, again, and our, our clients love that. Like we, I think we did our analytics and like 10% of our business came out of email campaigns. Last That's year. amazing. Yeah. And, be, and people are like, our email is dead. I'm like, no, they love it. And so we're nurturing on the back end and then we're, we have a follow-up process, right? So when we meet the women in our community, where do they go? Right. 
Um, so there's a whole back end process that you have to work through. And I am so thankful that again, it's it it's all in, in time management. Like I have a day every week that I just do that. Uh, yep. Fridays are for social media, which I leave for the end of the week because it's my favorite. And I want to be super in, intentional about creation and what's happening. Um, but we've we've created discipline around that. And that's, and that's the hardest part. So people are like, I don't want to do the back end. I don't want to send people emails every week. That's annoying. Well, no, it's part of these 11 touches. So it's almost like a perfect balance. But if social media was gone, you have right. to be able to nurture your leads on the back end. And, and then we, and then have your own community, which we have ours and we store them on our website. So, you know, we don't have a Facebook group anymore. We don't have a Facebook community because we've invested mm -hmm. on our back end of our, you know, website and we, that's where we nurture them and we give them some extra perks there as well. That's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. Any other tips and tricks in the micro niche marketing arena? Oh, I feel like other we gave words. so much. Any other words <laughs> of wisdom? Um, don't feel overwhelmed from this podcast. If you're listening now or on the replay, don't be like, oh my God, it sounds, look, it is simple. When I, when I, when I put it down, like those five steps that we just talked about, it just takes time. Yes. And again, when we talk about your relationship with self time and money, this, this, what we just talked about, about takes self-discipline. It takes time and it eventually does take money because you're going to have to invest, um, in your clients at some point in some right. way when you're growing. So just know that it sounds simple and it is simple to get there, but it just takes time. And if you're willing to put in the time and be, be disciplined, you can start with, you know, mini discipline each week. It will help you because now we have our business. Like when I tell you content creation, it, 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 it excites us. Like when people ask us about social media, like we won't hire it out because it's our voice. It's who we are, yeah. what we do, what problem we solve. So we look forward to that, but we hire all the, you know, other things that we don't need to be doing in our business, we have a right. thought so that we can spend more time being intentional with our, our clients, our ideal clients. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for pouring into my community here. Um, tell everyone where they can find you. So All easy. Any, anywhere YG collaborations with an S at the end, like we're everywhere, wherever you are. Um, we live there. So if you go to ygcollaborations.com, you can find all of our tools, resources. You can connect with us for virtually for free. Like we want to see you, we want to hear you. And then um, we do business workshops every single month. Yes. So if you heard something today that you're like follow-up process, creating content, time management, we do all of that because we know it's extremely overwhelming to run a business and we are here to help you. And Thank you for letting me serve your community today. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. I will link all of your links and all of your connection points in the show notes. Um, so everyone can go follow you and start learning all of the things that you know, because Gio is a wealth of information and I have so um, enjoyed getting to know her over the past three years. And every time I hear her speak, I am just like, yep, okay, that was for me today. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh, well, that makes my heart full because that's the point, right? It's yeah. making sure that we're helping you solve whatever problem it is that we can in the yes. self-time and money, in the self-time and money realm, because remember, we're micro-niche. That's, that's right. what we're here for. And if there's something else that I can help you with, just let me know because I'm here to connect you with all these amazing women. So thank Perfect. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful um, day. I don't know. It's not noon yet, but um, this, this will live on in the podcast and Facebook world. So if you're listening morning, noon or night, Happy whatever it is for you. And... <laughs>
Um, I will leave all the things in, in the show notes on the podcast and um, Geo is a part of my community. So you can also connect with her there. So yeah, thank you so much. And okay, no problem. We'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. If you found this info useful, will you please leave me a review wherever you are listening? It will not only bless me, but it will also help others find this podcast as well. I'd also love to connect with you. So don't forget to join my free Facebook community for business women. The link is in the show notes. And last but not least, if you'd like to snag a sales and marketing strategy session with me so you can start 2024 off on the right foot, email me at hello at lindsayfletcher.co. Thank you again for listening and we'll chat next week.